Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. That's right, I am holding a very smiley and very cuddly, look how nice he is, rainbow toy figure. Because I am not going to talk to you at the start of this week's episode of Ups and Downs. He is, because he has some important things to say. I mean, honestly, that is not what I was expecting. Why is your voice so deep? I swear. Doesn't matter what goes on in this world. Can't count on nothing. Apart from one thing, and that is me, I, myself, he, I don't know what I'm talking about, Simon Miller coming at you directly into a camera after a wrestling show to take my finger of power, which is not a euphemism, and give the good bits an up and the bad bits a down. And given that we just had an episode of SmackDown, let's just do that and up those doubts. they are not making a new Back to the Future movie. Instead, at the start of SmackDown, your eyes did not deceive you. And we got the big play for Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar that is going to happen at SummerSlam. It's going to be a no-holds-barred match, and then we'll do it at Survivor Series, then we'll do it at next year's Royal Rumble, we'll do it at WrestleMania, we'll do it at SummerSlam, we'll do it at Survivor Series, I'm going to keep going. We'll do it at Royal Rumble, we'll do it at WrestleMania, and I'll be like, I don't get it. I love these two, but why do you keep giving it to me? Come on, there is a way out of this, because what we should do is we should allow Seth Rollins to become Mr. Money in the Bank 2022. He cashes in at SummerSlam on either of them, I don't care, and he becomes a champion. This will be a nice wink, wink, nudge, nudge to everything we did back at WrestleMania 31. So now I'm going to keep saying this and try and manifest it into happening. But I just need something different. Talking of different, out came Drew McIntyre. Now, Drew kind of lied to us straight away because he was like, oh, when I came back to SmackDown, I wanted to earn my way to a championship opportunity, and now I've done that, but Roman Reigns keep ducking me. And I was like, Drew, a couple of weeks ago, didn't you say, oh, I want my title shot at Clash at the Castle? Yeah, you did. So you're the one that has delayed this till September. I don't think you should be saying anything about our tribal chief. Drew then promised to win Money in the Bank and cash it in at SummerSlam, although once again, I would rather Seth Rollins did this interrupted by the brawling brutes. I just stared off into the distance because I was like, oh, how I missed the counter. Not really. Sheamus was basically there to tell Drew he didn't deserve any of this, which made me laugh because it was so petty. And then he came out with the big gun because he was like, didn't you lose your world title when The Miz cashed in his briefcase? Whereas when I was money in the bank, I cashed in and beat Roman Reigns. I mean, it's true. Sheamus then promised he would cash in at SummerSlam. So there's your angle for a little while. When <laughs> Paul Heyman interrupted. 
It was like somebody in WWE knew that we retired the counter and they went crazy. Anna Pierce was with him, so this didn't look good, but Paul's major point was, don't worry about any of this, because Roman Reigns will win at SummerSlam, and sure, somebody could cash in on him, but that could even be the same for Brock Lesnar. From nowhere, Adam then said he had something to admit, and that was last week he had been too hasty when he had put both Drew McIntyre and Sheamus into the Money in the Bank match, so now he's taking them out again. Honestly, I was sat there just going, <laughs> it's almost like WWE has no plan and we're just making it up as we go. So instead, he's going to make them a tag team and in the main event, they have to beat the Usos in order to get in the match. So if you are keeping record, it's get in the match, get out of the match, and now they may potentially go back into the match. Now I get this, the idea that I suppose is Paul Heyman has manipulated Adam Pearce, but wouldn't it have been better if we had done that seven days ago as a side from this evening? Also, is Ray stupid? Why would you have a tag team match to get into a single person matchup? So anyway, eventually the Usos came out and were like, Uso, and they started to celebrate because that's just what they do. And you do have to give it a down just because it's so nonsensical. Don't get me wrong. I love seeing Sheamus and Drew McIntyre do anything together as we shall talk about later but in terms of a story this was stupid. I had a quick interview with Sami Zayn after this who said look ignore everything they said I am going to become Mr Money in the Bank this year and then Caleb Braxton instantly went all right well that means you'll be cashing in on Roman Reigns and Sami basically had a mental breakdown here when he realized what he had done WWE realizes how lucky they are. And then it was time for a Money in the Bank qualifying match because it was Sami Zayn taking on Shinsuke Nakamura. You know the deal with these two, it's always good. Sami was in a fighting mood too because he gave Nakamura an exploder suplex into Barry Barricade and then he realized, oh my gosh, that dude may be dead. So he got in the ring and tried to win by count out. That old trick. Obviously Shinsuke made it back in the ring and then Zayn was like, oh, referee, that was definitely 10. And because he wasn't paying attention, he got hit by the most devastating move in all sports entertainment with the surprise roll-up, but it wasn't meant to be. Zayn then got booted mid-air after he went for a flying nothing by Shinsuke Nakamura and that rocked, but then he came back with this Mishinoko driver for a really close near fall, and this was a damn good match. Especially when it actually looked like Sami Zayn had the thing won, but the idiot put his feet on the ropes and the referee saw it and was like, Sam, why do you do this to me? You make it so hard. Sadly, this is when Shinsuke made a huge mistake though, because he had beaten up Sami Zayn enough that he could have left him on the outside and he would have won by count out. But because he's a good guy, Gary, he tried to sort this out. And when they were back in the ring, Sami Zayn went, ta-da! And he hit him with the halluva kick. One, two, three. Mr. Zayn is going to the pay-per-view premium live event. So I enjoyed this very much and it is going to get an up and that's right this definitely counted as a clean finish so bring it down and mark it up to number one. And now a little bit worried I've introduced this prematurely but it feels good to have something though. And then you will not believe what happened next. This is meant to be the New Day versus Shanky and Jinder Mahal for the 37th time <laughs> when Jinder Mahal got so mad at the fact that Shanks just wants to dance all the time. He stormed off and then Shanky danced with Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. But I cannot tell a lie, this was one of the best things on SmackDown this week because beforehand, the New Day were out there and even said, we don't want to wrestle you again. It's really boring. They also did this thing beforehand and they kept going, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And honestly, these two have been together forever, but they are just so damn good. But yeah, this was basically the entire segment. I don't know why Jinder is so mad at the S-Dog because he wants to dance, but he absolutely cannot stand it. And he can't argue with the facts either because the fans cheered every single instance of this and when all three were boogieing down, you could see the smiles on their faces. So I'm not gonna argue with that. I thought it was stupid when we started doing it, but now 
Makes me feel warm and fuzzy in my tum tum. There was also something different here too, because when this was all done, the Viking Raiders music started to play, and I was like, oh man, if they come out and start dancing, I'm gonna change my opinion on this, but they didn't. Not only did they jump the New Day and Shanky from behind, but they absolutely kicked their ass and essentially looked into the camera and went, that's right, we're bad guys now. So I didn't see this coming, but I like it a lot. If we do allow the Viking Raiders to know what they can do, it will be absolutely excellent. So this actually got me quite excited. Getting it up. And then Sonya Deville was back. Where the flub she been? She found Anna Pierce in the back and started berating him for the job he was doing and who doesn't enjoy that at their place of work. But she also took a shot at his wrestling career. And I was like, listen to me, Mr. Bill. Don't do that to Mr. Pierce. I enjoy his tweets when he talks about his olden days. It makes me happy. It then got a bit weird because Sonya was super duper mad. She wasn't in the Money in the Bank match. So Pierce just went, okay, well, in a second, you can fight other people that are in the money in the bank, and it's gonna be you versus Raquel Rodriguez and Lacey Evans. What? It then got extended a little bit because Sonya walked to the ring and she was with Zia Lee and Shayna Baszler. And I thought about it and I thought about it and I thought about it. And I actually think that's a decent group. So I'm going to get very still and cross both my fingers and hope the WWE does something with it and doesn't just forget about it. It was also a very bonkers match because here you had two baby faces going against one heel. I'm like, well, I feel sorry for Sonya Deville now. However, that's why Zia Lee and Shayna Baszler in her corner. Because honestly, the whole time Shayna Baszler was just increasing her MP and going distraction, distraction, distraction. It didn't really work though because after Shayna had tried to do this again, Lacey Evan blind tagged herself in and Deville got thrown right into the women's right. One, two, three, done and dusted. The bad guys tried to jump in afterwards, but we were not giving them anything this evening because it ended with the good guy standing tall. I suppose this was all right. And also for, if you're interested, the entire time Raquel Rodriguez just kept smiling starting to get a little bit creepy. It was nice to see all these people being used though, so I am gonna give it an up, and now we do have to start talking about, well, Simon, does this count as a clean finish? And I'm going with no. Because seriously, before all of this, as we've already mentioned, there were so many distractions, and the commentators made sure to go, oh, well, because of that, Lacey Evans has been able to tag herself in. The point being is that it wasn't totally clean because other factors were happening outside the ring. Also, mostly, I just need this counter to carry weight. I'm a little bit worried about it. We've only been doing it for once, so I'm saying no, it doesn't count as a clean finish. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. 
Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Oh, there goes the comment. The Street Profits then found Drew Gulak lost Lotharios and Mad Cat Moss in the back and basically said, why don't you guys get on TV anymore? Now, they didn't really do that. And of course, it doesn't actually work when it comes to Moss. But Angelo Dawkins was like, I'm going to tell you a joke. And he told a joke and nobody laughed. Uh, this was fine. It was like, tee hee, funny, funny. But we better have a plan for Mad Cat Moss. We have done such a good job. Don't let it down now. I tell you two people that have taken something out of nowhere and turned it into something decent, though. Natalia and Ronda Rousey. I mean, just go and look at their barbs on social media and the back and forth they have been doing, and they should really be doing that more on TV. But even here, Natalia came out dressed like Ronda and she had a stroller. And I mean this in a positive way. Natty just has this weird side to her. So when she does do stuff like this, I find it very entertaining. There's also this great bit when Natalia did go, I'm Ronda Rousey, and without missing a beat, Pat McAfee just said, well, that's a lie, so I was gone. And she went on to say that she wants to give up the title, because deep down, she is just the saddest woman on the planet. And again, this is as stupid as it sounds, but somehow it just worked. Rousey was soon out, and she wasn't playing around either, because she said, oh, Nat, I didn't recognize you because your rack isn't out and then even took shots at her for the amount of plastic surgery she may or may not had. This then started a huge brawl and Natty even tried to hit Ronda Rousey with the stroller before she did bail. And I am well into this and I'm well up for this match because I tell you, they've done it before and they'll do it again. They have really good chemistry together and they'll smash it. This was also super duper quick giving it up. They then actually tried to do an interview with both Drew McIntyre and Sheamus and surprise, surprise, they started to have a big fight when Ridge Holland and Butch tried to stop it and I was like who gave them this job because you've really picked the wrong people and then I was sad because it was Gunther versus Ricochet round two and I was just so desperate for them to get a good solid 10 minutes instead it was over and done in three so I can't lie to you even within 180 seconds still brilliant. And I do get it too. The goal right now is to make Gunther into an unstoppable intercontinental champion. (laughs) We definitely did that here because Rick had some offense, but otherwise it was just Gunther grabbing him and crushing his soul. I mean, this one German suplex was actually death and then eventually hit that shotgun drop kick and he followed up with the powerbomb. One, two, three. (laughs) So bring down that counter. Not even I can argue my way out of this one. It definitely goes up to two. Clean as a whistle. There really is something to Gunther being the intercontinental champion though and his relationship with Ludwig is just cool so I'm intrigued about this one getting it up we then did one too many segments in relation to our main event because Paul Heyman was doing an interview although this was saved because Sami Zayn turned up and said can you ignore this Kayla Braxton she was trying to insinuate that I would cash in on Roman Reigns and I would never do that if anything I would cash in on Brock Lesnar but of course he had just said that maybe just maybe Brock will win 
and Paul Heyman looked at him like, man, if I could, I'd kick you out the window. And then I have no idea what happened. Because it was meant to be a Leah versus Shotzi to see who was going to go into the Money in the Bank ladder match, when instead it was Shotzi versus Tamina. What that hey, there's nobody meaner. Now, to be fair, we were told that Aaliyah had suffered an injury, so I hope she gets over that soon. And this was all right, but it was quite short. And if we're going to be completely honest, the fans weren't into it at all. Tamina just threw her around for a while and actually did connect with the super kick and got the one-two, but Shotzi got her foot on the ropes. And then she got up, hit the never wake up, I think she called it, <laughs> which means she wants the person to die. She got the three. It is the right decision. If you were going to give Shotzi the briefcase, I would be totally cool with it. So we are going to give it an up. And also, yeah, bring that clean counter back. It rolls up to three. The Viking Raiders then said some words, and I'm sure this would have been all right, but because they always have to say things like, we are Vikings and we sail the seven seas in our boats of rage, you just listen to it and go, I don't know what those guys are talking about. But I couldn't care about that for too long because we moved on to the next segment. I'm going to save you the time and I'm just going to give it a down. And what am I talking about? Well, we saw Max Dupre in the back ready to introduce us to his brand new clients. And then when we came back from the commercial, he was yelling at Adam Pearce saying, oh, the dressing rooms aren't up to standard. So once again, we are not going to get any reveals this week. I mean, it's one thing to tease and build things up, but it is another to just stretch things out. And this is what it feels like now. Imagine if you watch any other show and at the end of each episode, they said, oh, you're not going to believe what's going to happen next week. Cliffhanger, cliffhanger. And then you tuned in and they went, oh, you're not going to believe what's happening next week. Cliffhanger, cliffhanger. Eventually, you're like, I don't want you to tease me anymore. Just tell me. So it's stupid. And I can't care about it because I'm not being given anything to care about. Hence why I got the down. What is next was far better though. And before a week ago, I didn't even know I needed it in my life. But Pat McAfee stood up on the announce table. He grabbed a microphone and he said, oh man, that Baron Corbin, that happy piece of trash. I think he is an absolute goober and I want to fight him at SummerSlam. Honestly, something turned on inside of me because I was like, yes. And that was it too, but up. It's two of my favorite people that I always want to see succeed. And it's going to be beamed directly into my living room. And then the Usos got defeated by Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. I mean, this was always going to happen. I actually thought it was pretty good. The Street Profits were also on commentary, and surely they should be livid now, because Sheamus and Drew McIntyre must be in line for a tag team title opportunity. I mean, they won't be because of WWE stupid rules, but I haven't seen the Usos been beaten in ages. These two just did it, and next week, I bet nobody is talking about it. I tell you as well, Sheamus and Drew would have won this sooner as well if they didn't keep mocking each other. Like, at one point, Sheamus was more than in control, but he looked at Drew and he was like, oh, I'm a big Scottish guy, and he went to hit the claymore but obviously this did not go well and after drew mcintyre who tried to beat up butch because why the hell not sheamus and mcintyre started to fight this is when the usos dove onto them now seriously all of this was well put together but you wanted to go you absolute morons get on the same page it was also funny because once again it's wwe doing the whole can they coexist storyline and they can I can see them existing next to each other. And it's a good thing that the Street Profits were on commentary because Jay wasn't able to capitalize either because he got into it with them. It meant Jimmy also got kneed in the face directly by Sheamus. And this is when Drew McIntyre got the hot tag and he started to run wild. But man, this absolutely killed me because he went for a charge at one point and he just went into Rita the 
ring post. What a failure. At some point, Butch and Rich Holland got sent away because they were at ringside, but then they just came back because why the hell not? Who needs rules? And this is when Sammy Zayn just came down to ringside as well. So ain't no way I'm counting this as a clean finish. I mean, it was actually shenanigan central. I mean, really, by the end, it was a bit of a mess, but a very fun mess, especially because Sammy was setting up for the Louvre kit when Angelo Dawkins got off commentary and just nailed him. That's really well done. It also meant that a bunch of people had clumped together, so Drew was able to hit his majestic dive over the top rope. And then he got back in the ring. He went to hit the Claymore. He missed. Jimmy super kicked him. McIntyre went, no, I don't want to acknowledge that you've done that. So he hit the Claymore. One, two, three. Sheamus and Drew McIntyre really are great together, though, and SmackDown went off air with them celebrating together. And I really think we should maybe play into this a bit more when they are friends. I can't remember if I gave this match an up or not. Of course, it does get an up. And SmackDown overall, also getting it up. Now, please do leave a comment below and let us know what you thought about last night's episode of SmackDown. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Head on over to whatculture.com where you can watch yourself some other things. No, wait, you can read yourself some articles. Stay on here on YouTube if you want to watch some stuff. We've got social media. Go do stuff with that. My name is Simon Culture. Thank you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Thank you very much for watching me as always. Double salute for you. See you soon.